Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I'm your host, Deontay, with my friends, Jalen and Josh. Uh, coming at you with some more topics around gaming. Uh, we do this every two weeks, so definitely stay tuned. I am now uploading these to my YouTube channel, so I want to thank you guys for listening. If you are listening and if you get to the end, that's even better. Um, but to I got to kind of start off and give you guys what we're going to be talking about. Um, again, I always have the uh, like hyperlinks in the comment section for where these topics start so you can skip around if you want but we're going to be talking about the xbox series x um the setup process because those are now in-house um and we are talking about the playstation 5 and that setup process and then comparing comparing both to uh kind of give you guys an idea of what's the differences and what exceeds at one and what doesn't exceed at the other so kind of give you my overview of the playstation 5 and the xbox series x now that we have those in-house uh we're going to talk about assassin's creed valhalla uh not necessarily a review but first impressions and uh then we're going to get into our final topic uh which would be the 70 dollar price tag now for new games and uh, whether or not it's worth it or not we, we we have a few so we want to talk about that and get that fleshed out but obviously, before we start and get into all that stuff, I wanted to first ask my guys here how you guys are doing. Any um, updates for the people? Games. Bunch of games. And uh, I wish I had more time to actually play it. But yeah. so far, it's uh, feeling good about the, the new generation. Yeah. Definitely. Any updates? Sure, I'm straight. Uh school i'm busy with school so i ain't really have much time to play the game aside from running a match or two on overwatch every now and again or daily i should say yeah <laughs> um that same same for me i mean i ain't really been doing much but um working on the working on the channel and um yeah i just been <laughs> putting up videos and playing games i'm, I'm kind of through a little bit almost through miles morales and I'm enjoying it, and um, I, I I can say that the um, I have a, a, I guess a fresher experience um, on the PlayStation. But I mean, I've been just been chilling, doing doing the YouTube stuff, and uh, took some time off to play games, <laughs> which a lot of people uh, criticize me for. But I enjoyed myself this week. Um, but I guess let's get starting, like just getting to the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X because that's a lot what a lot of people want to hear about. And I've done a lot of videos on my channel about this, but this kind of gives you an overall picture of everything here. One one um, conversation, one podcast, so you kind of understand where I'm coming from, and I can go into a little bit more depth about why i feel a certain ways so um before i start and kind of going on a tangent a little bit let me talk to josh about um the series x and i guess how how that setup process went for you and i know you kind of you know sold your um, xbox one previously to um getting the series x or if i'm if i'm not mistaken i won't just clear that up 
and uh, how that kind of how that kind of came about and how that looked for you. Yeah, um, I sold my One S like three days before I actually got the X uh, Series X, mm-hmm. just because um, I had the time to like run over to Best Buy to drop it off. Uh, but I had already bought the Series X, um, so I wasn't really worried about finding one. I just wanted to get rid of the S. Um, I didn't transfer my games. That, that was the main thing because I felt like my internet was fast enough to just download a couple games while I was, um, you know, busy around the house. And which pretty much it was like that that day. I just spent downloading stuff and everything finished by the night. Um, but yeah, I didn't port everything over but the good thing is all my saves were there which you probably talk about later that all the saves were there just put in i mean download the game and start it and you're back where you left off where uh, on the previous console uh, whereas the ps5 seems like there are a lot more hoops just to play the same game from the previous console yeah. Uh, otherwise yeah it got set up like 10 15 minutes was all done and I haven't had any issues from there just playing the games. They start some some games have quick resume, but not all games. I guess we're still waiting for um updates to roll out, but so far everything's been smooth. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the only game I've played where it was like quick resume was Assassin's Creed at this point. I haven't really tested I haven't really gotten in, um to see it in action, but when it did work, it worked pretty well. Um Assassin's Creed is just hilarious, so <laughs> We can talk about that later, but we more so about the setup process and uh, mine was very similar. I already knew what to do when I was going into it. So really the most important thing for you guys to kind of understand is your saves, your data for your games, like transferring your games over and downloading the, uh, the app for either the Xbox or the PlayStation five. You need to have those three things intact. And that's really all you need to do. Um, really just have your backups uh, for your saves um, downloaded. Have your, like, say, for instance, you have a bunch of cloud storage for your PS5. I recommend you transfer those over via um, the uh, your hard drive or, or a thumb drive. I, I recommend you doing the cloud storage as well. Back them up if you can. But also do that extra backup because um, as I we talk later about the PlayStation 5 setup and things like that, there is uh, some things that came about that I, you know, um, had me had me uh, pulling some hair out a little bit because I was nervous. But um, another thing about the setup process for the Xbox <laughs> is if you have uh, HDMI 2.1 televisions or you have those things um, that where you can take advantage of 4K 120 hertz, if you can take advantage of, you know, uh, HDR, you can take advantage of Dolby Atmos sound, all that stuff, you need to cut it on and you need to be able to... Um, so you have to understand what your settings are for your television. You have to understand what your high how the xbox works i do a lot of videos on that so um if you do check out the channel it's a lot of things on there that you can see that will allow you to kind of set stuff up the proper way so that you can you know get access to these features because basically you're buying this console for that and if you're not actually getting any of these features what's the point really so 
a lot of that setup process comes into play as well. So you don't want to be doing this stuff after. You want to kind of do it beforehand. Obviously, there's not too many HDMI 2.1 things out there for you to test. So you do have to wait for the, unfortunately, wait for the Series X to come into to the, to the house in order for you to actually start testing this stuff. But the thing is, I did that stuff as well. So if you guys check out the channel, <laughs> you could probably save yourself some time uh, as well as the um, entire, like, trying to figure out how the HDMI 2.1 stuff works. Um, if you don't have that, you know, those features, you're totally fine. It should still work as normal. It's just when you do have that, you want to make sure you are in tune with your manufacturer, you're in tune with your, your settings, and you're in tune with the menus because, again, a lot of this stuff is brand new and is breaking televisions left and right. So if you want to take advantage of that stuff, just be in tune with your uh, manufacturer be in tune with the updates, make sure you're, you know, staying aware of that stuff because as of now, HDMI 2.1 is very hectic and problematic for a lot of televisions. Um, but man, once you get it going, <laughs> 4K 120 uh, on Call of Duty on Gears 5, it's definitely worth it. You just have to get it to work. And once you do, I'm trying, I guarantee you're not going to want to go play any 60 frames um, games and for a while you're going to be really um you're going to just be in, in engulfed in at 120 so I'm, i i guarantee you it's worth it if you stick it out and wait for these manufacturers to fix it or if you um you know are, are pretty uh tech savvy you probably already have it now another game that they were talking about was warzone so i mean all the basically call of duty um on the Xbox Series X is well worth it, in my opinion, when it comes to testing out those next-gen um, capabilities. Um, but outside of that, it's anything that you like uh, enjoyed about like that process at all, Josh? That you felt that was like seamless, um, that you know really stood out to you before I moved to that PlayStation. Um. Yeah, I think it's just, like I said, the saves on their own. Um, mm -hmm. Because there are a lot of games that I've um, just downloaded and started them, and it does its own sync with the cloud to download your save. You don't ever have to worry about going mm -hmm. to the settings to download it, make sure it's matching. And that way, games that are not necessarily um, prepped for the new consoles, they don't have to do this weird transfer process. You just... Put the game in it downloads and you're set to go yeah. um i think not having any issues or any extra steps even physical discs like i put in um my halo uh reach 360 disc mm -hmm. and it already had my stuff there with my saves and everything yep yeah i think that's the the cool thing about it is that the xbox is so familiar from previous generation that you don't have to get familiar with it. And a lot of people will take that for granted. It's like, it's so robust and similar that now at this point, you're just upgrading your, 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 your internals. It's kind of think of it like you're doing um, a CPU and a GPU upgrade on Windows 10. You're very familiar with Windows 10. So you know how to get to places, you know how to get to stuff, you know, how to, you know, what makes it, you know, make it tick. Um, just like on the Series X, I kind of know how it how it's t how it ticks. 
So when it came to, you know, seamless transition, all my apps still worked, every all my stuff was still signed in. I didn't have to do much, but just really swap out the cables. And that's really that seamless transition is where that's really where you start to see the benefit of keeping a lot of stuff similar. Um, but you also lose a lot of that wow factor. I will admit that you lose a lot of that wow factor of, you know, having something new, but you don't nearly have as many problems as <laughs> that new wow factor will bring because again it's trying to bring in a new wow factor new ui new interface new new experience and when when, when new experiences come around you could speak that to the ps3 to the ps4 to the xbox 360 to the xbox one you kind of come at this minimalistic and um bare bones experience versus the series x being so familiar to the old thing you already have a, a true experience day one and that's what really makes it makes it fast makes it speedy makes it simple makes it you know um it just it's, it just exp it just expresses a lot of the the good about keeping stuff dissimilar um and that's what i really enjoyed about the process for setting up the series x it was a little things that you know didn't work properly like my 4k 120 but that was more so on my end of my manufacturer and not actually um the Xbox, I was, I'm, a, I'm actually able to do 4K 120. I'm actually able to do HDR 10. I'm actually able to get everything I need out of my TV through said system. So, and I think that's a, a testament to their robustness because it's a lot of stuff that you have to be compatible with when it comes to these televisions, these, these, you know, sound bars, these surround sound, all this crap. And for it to be able to do that out the gate and day one, I get a fix my problem that's really good in my eyes it's a, it's a really good thing um yeah so on the other hand you know i and i, I want because I'm, I'm the only one that can talk to the playstation 5 because i'm the only one that kind of owns it um i know Jalen. <laughs> Jalen is uh a little bit in a different space but so if he only time you really want to chime in is kind of you know giving that perspective of if you have any questions or anything like that so he's not being quiet because he's not talking he's just being quiet because he doesn't have that experience because he's been busy doing other things um but when we're talking about the playstation 5 i only can speak to that because again i'm the only one that owns one um and when i say the playstation uh when i say the playstation 5 is a fun experience it, it is a fun and genuine genuinely fun ui experience uh, you get a lot of the newness. You get a lot of the, you know, the the trying to figure out things, how stuff works. You're trying to trying to get compatible, you know, make stuff work properly. Or you're trying to, um, you, you it's, it's just that that wow factor of like this new shiny thing. But comparing that and you having two things like very similar to each other and do this kind of very similar things and one being extremely robust and the other one being this new product yes you enjoy the new product for what it is but after a while you get to see a lot of the faults and it kind of dampers the experience obviously i feel like this is the most robust system that they probably have ever launched the playstation 4 wasn't this robust the PlayStation 3 wasn't this robust. The Xbox 360 wasn't this robust. The Xbox One wasn't this robust at the day of launch. 
this this thing has applications on it. it doesn't have to wait for a netflix app or a hulu like no like the nintendo switch or anything like that it has those things it has the ui a lot of stuff works day one but it's those things that that come into play where you kind of are pushing and testing everything and every limit where you start to see these bad things happening so um just to talk about my experience setting up that playstation 5 so the first thing that happens when i you know when you start it up is obviously you're going through and you're trying to get everything transferred over um, external hard drives works you know seamlessly you don't have to you know install anything you don't have to do anything that um changes the the ui or you don't have to do anything really you just unplug it from your ps4 plug it into your PlayStation 5, you can now run and boot those said games off of that hard drive. That's great. Great news. Obviously, the Series X can do that as well, but it's great news for the PlayStation 5 because I wasn't expecting it to run as good as it as it does at this point in time. Thought maybe some patches. Um, when you're moving over your saves, that's where it gets a little funny. Um, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, have different save systems and my to my to my knowledge because when when you're saving things and you're trying to move stuff over there's a problem when it comes to like say for instance the spider-man versus spider-man remastered they want you to start all over there's no reason you should have to do that people have to announce that you know ghost of Tsushima, you can just pick up where you left off and god of war you could pick up where you left off all these games are playing in that standby mode or that ps4 mode because of these compatibility issues which is great that they were able to do this day one but again when you bring in saves over and you don't see stuff it kind of gets you worried so when i was doing my saves i did two things and this is what i recommend all of you guys to do as well i recommend you to you know back up your saves to a thumbstick and I also recommend you back it up to the cloud storage before you start to, you know, get rid of your PS4 and you move on. Because, again, for some reason, when I was moving all of my games over, and this could possibly be something that's just for me, but I highly doubt it. Um, when I was moving my saves over, uh, it did not recognize through the cloud storage. It just didn't. And I, when I downloaded stuff, it just didn't recognize it. So what I had to do was actually put in the thumbstick, use my backup backup, and then it finally started to bring in all of my games. For Honestly, I only tested three games before I started to get worried, and that's when I really just switched it over and pulled all of my games from the thumbstick, and then it started to work fine. But I'm not, I don't want you guys to be a test of whether or not cloud storage works, so I recommend you doing both just to be on the safe end because you don't want a game that you've been putting hours and hours into to lose your save simply because of some error or glitch. Um, there has been reports, which um, I, I don't have any of these errors. I have only had errors where if, um, and I, I kind of want to talk about them separately. So the first error I'm going to talk to you guys about is the one that I experienced. And this was an error of simply just downloading games, downloading patches for said games. If I owned a game physically, I would get a notification for each physical disc game I owned. And it would say it could not install a patch because I, the license wasn't initialized in the console. So what I had to do to get rid of all of these errors, or at least reports of errors, was to go in and 
manually um, put in each disc for the game and allow it to uh, patch itself and then it'll go away. So I had to do that for uh, Neo, Uncharted, God of War, Indivisible, um, a Final Fantasy, and I had to do it for, um, it was one more game, Ghost. So those those games, I had to call, you know, put those in. I don't have many games that are like physical that it was some games that did it and some that don't like Last of Us Part Two. I'm assuming because it doesn't have an update. I don't have to do it. Um, but it's just it was just weird for that to happen because simply that that just made it. It made it feel like I was doing something wrong or if I maybe if I got rid of that disc, I couldn't actually I had to just delete the game off of my you know system because maybe I wanted to buy those games later. Whatever it may be, the case may be of why you still had that save data on there and then why it needs to be patched. You couldn't actually patch it until you put the game into the drive, which is very strange because if you got the PlayStation Digital Edition, it shouldn't even ask you to do that. Like, well, how would you even do it if you had the Digital Edition? So these quirks and these little errors that you get, it seems very strange. I don't get that when I'm playing on my... um series x another thing that occurred where you know you get licenses uh online licenses so you get your uh playstation um you get your playstation plus and you're doing going through your subscriptions and you're going through that and you see that you now under under the playstation collection you have multiple games that you can download that that are free now so i own a physical copy of god of war and they give me a digital license of that game as well through playstation collection um instead of just allowing me to play that game via the digital license i still have to put in a disc if i want to rem if i want to use the phys the digital license only I would literally have to delete the entire game, re-download it, and then it would recognize. I, I tried to restore my licenses, did not work. Basically, I have to delete the game files in order for me to do that. I'm not saying that that's super annoying, but it is because at the same time, what if I don't have, I have data caps. Maybe what if I, what if I, what is the reason for me to make sure all my day saves and my data are on the external hard drive? If I really just have to re-download everything again. Now, honestly, that's just a one-off thing with God of War. Maybe if I owned Uncharted or stuff like that as well, it would did the same thing, which it did. But it's it's just a, a library of things that you may have out there, right? And to have to do this for every nuanced game that you own seems a little bit ridiculous, especially when you already have the save data. Say for instance, you got the digital edition. You already have all of the data you need to play this game and the license won't work because you use the data from the physical version versus the digital version. And it just doesn't make any sense. So those types of things, like if I was to go on my series X and I was to download a game I did not buy and then they put it in game pass, it would just recognize that I now have the digital license and allow me to play said game. It wouldn't need me to do anything additional. So those that robustness, that that ability to go into it and just have a good experience is what you're going to get on the Series X. My expectations were very high for the Series X and they delivered. My expectations were very high for the PlayStation 5 and they did not deliver in a lot of ways because of, you know, it being a new system. Another thing that they don't do as of now with their sternal with their storage, you can't even do um 
and it, you can't even expand your storage your storage currently you can't do it through their external SS that the SSD the M NVMe uh, slot because they have this it's disabled you can't even move games from Sony's console to an external hard drive because they don't allow it so you're literally stuck with not 825 gigs, 667 gigabytes until they enable all of that stuff. Say, for instance, you got God of War, Warzone, <laughs> and uh, two other games. You're you're pretty much done. You're done for it until whatever. If you just if you're a 2K and Warzone player and a, a Call of Duty Cold War player, and you're just playing Miles Morales and Demon Souls. You're basically done. You're 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 done at that point. Now you can put Warzone on the PlayStation 4 external hard drive and run that because it's a technically a backwards compatible game unless they force you. I don't I haven't checked it yet. I hope they don't force you. But Warzone can be put on an external hard drive and be booted from there. But those other games, Cold War, all of those next gen games, 2K21, if you play that, if you play any of those types of games, they have to be on the system in order to be played. And that 667 gigs does not go a long way on the Series X. I can move my games off of the internal and onto an external so I don't have to delete and re-download things so it's the limitations that come into play it's what it's not that the council itself is bad you just see the limitations and the kinks that they have to get out in order to make it a great system where on the Xbox again you just don't see that it's not the case um yeah it's um it's just operating systems like I know people want to see a new xbox operating system like it's the exact same thing as that's on the one mm -hmm. but it's been around that they've been building on it for several years so now everything theoretically should work because they've been building on it so long whereas ps5 like it, it's a brand new operating system so they have to start from scratch for a lot of features that mm -hmm. you know you don't have to start from scratch from the xbox i mean eventually of course it's going to get there but for that first impression it looks nice but it's you know it it doesn't go as deep as it should especially if you're just coming from the ps4 like ps4 has been around for a while the operating system runs well well it ran well until they broke it um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it has all the features that you expect and moving from one to the other you start to see that stuff is missing yeah exactly and that's what really you know causes the issues or makes it where it's um where you get to start to see the whole the, the problems so playstation 5 another thing that i i can't knock it for because i think it's my manufacturer but a lot of people have not been able to get the playstation 5 to do 4k 120 in anything and um with the cx leds with my um, vizio oled with any other television that supports it it just has not worked and um the xbox does work so it's just a testament to uh some of those things where you see it and it's like there's a problem here but we don't know how to solve it at this point so we have to wait for patches we have to wait for fixes um and i was i was surprised that the xbox still was able to work same day honestly i, I thought it was not going to be something that i could do for a while but same day i was able to find a fix to do 4k 120 
uh, granted without variable refresh rate, but it is a way for me to get that done. And it's amazing. Um, there's also things which are very um, strange as well when it comes to backwards compatibility on that system. So there's this thing called other on your uh, storage. Um, so outside of your just regular storage for your games, there's this other little slot and which is called other mines is sitting at about 54 gigabytes right now. Basically, if you put any backwards compatible games on your internal storage, in order for those games to run properly, they have to take up even more space than what was allocated by the game itself. So when I had Borderlands 3, Bloodborne, Days Gone, and um, I think Apex Legends, I had four games on my console that were and it took up an additional 94 gigabytes. They said the average is around 18 to 19 gigs of how much other space should really be. Mine shot up to 94 gigabytes. That is a lot of more. That's a lot of space for backwards compatibility when Xbox doesn't do any of that and it has more space. So if we're fighting a space game. You're not you're now fighting this the game the, the the you know the games that's needed to be on the internals you're also fighting you the <laughs> the other storage and then when you try to put backwards compatible games say for instance you don't have an external hard drive that's another thing that's just that's on top of everything else where you're just losing space constantly and and you'd only have 660. I have to reiterate that. I mean, obviously the Xbox is only 802. So it's not like it's, it's blowing it out the park, but it's at least better in a lot of different spaces where you can make up that storage space. Um, PlayStation just, it just does not have that at this point. So yes, it's shiny. Yes, it's new. The DualSense, I think, in my opinion, is definitely a decent game changer. It's not the revolution that everybody is stating, but it is a decent game changer where you can start to feel and and, and understand like the, the, the nuances of a control system and how like footsteps can feel in the hands and how you can like put tension on the triggers. Those things are good. The mic just being on the controller is decent. You could just do voice controls throughout this entire system. You don't need to plug anything in. You just really unmute your mic on the controller and you're good to go. Things are these those things are very impressive in there and they're just, you know, quality of life things. The SSD being super fast and allowing you to get from, you know, load screen or to the home screen to end game in less than uh, 30 seconds. That's amazing. These things that that you're doing on this console now is great, but don't. But the Series X is it's not it's not like it ain't no slouch. It's doing the same things and it's doing it in, in some cases better. Um, when you're doing backwards compatibility and you're starting up games, the Xbox in general. I have a hard drive for both my Xbox and my PlayStation. My Xbox loads games faster. That's just, that's just off rip. 
it just does i don't know what it's doing on the on the it's the cpu side of how it's you know caching things but it just loads stuff faster um i know that they were supposed to be putting out a patch but i haven't seen that experience um i i did the same game apex legend on both and it did not load faster on my i did not you know boost up and load faster it was the same thing obviously that's an online game but i'm talking about just loading into the training area i was just doing things to try to test out how it works so um yeah i mean the playstation 5 i can't i, can, I won't deny that, that it is a fun experience and it's a new experience and it's better than what what i'm experiencing on other things um but at, at the same token and on that same hand the Xbox Series X is just doing it better, faster, and is simpler um, at this point in time. Um, and I feel bad for anybody that has to just use the PlayStation 5 at this point. Because if you are an avid gamer and a true avid gamer like myself, you probably are already through most of your you know storage. And you now have to determine whether or not what games you should keep on it and what games you should remove. And that should not be the case a weekend, you know, and that's, 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 that's what's the disappointing part about it is. Um, but yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy the PlayStation. Um, I just think that the Xbox did it better. The day one, that's just it. Day one. I don't, I, I can see a future where the PlayStation five takes over because of the amount of games that it has and that the, you know, the, the experiences that you can get. But right now, if if Microsoft continues to go down this path of reiterations of the same thing, they're only going to get better and better while Sony has to repeat itself every console generation where the Xbox is going to continue to build upon the, the basis of what they already have. And that's going to be hard, really hard to do uh, for the PlayStation moving forward. This is just started. We'll see what we'll see how it go, turns out. But Xbox has set themselves up for um, success at this point, for, in my eyes. And what you think, Jalen? You uh, been hearing anybody talk about their experiences with the systems? Nah, I ain't, I ain't hear nobody say nothing about it. I just only people I've been hearing about is uh, it's just you and Deontay as far as like the mm-hmm. Xbox and PlayStation Five stuff. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know much about it. Uh, I don't think the space thing on a PlayStation Five is like adequate. I don't know how much space it got, but I mean it ain't enough. I mean I got a terabyte PS4, and that's. I mean I guess that's enough essentially for what I need it for. But I mean I just don't like going through games, deleting them, or a game want to update and I need to make space. I'm missing ten gigabytes because they want to delete the. Or essentially, it wants to when you update the game, it wants to make a copy of the entire game plus the update or whatever. And then download it, or it don't really download it, but it it's it's just, it, like it just wants to copy, copy there, so it don't have to, it don't, so it don't have to like lose anything per se, I guess. And then it gets rid of the copy or the older version or something like that. That's how that's how somebody explained it to me. I think like on YouTube, but like I think I might have read it online, but or Deontay might have told me. I don't know, but um. Yeah, I mean, that that part of it. I mean, if the PS5 could do away with that, I feel like that would help with the space and stuff. But, I mean, space-wise, I'm not, like, inclined to get it. Um, I mean, the Xbox, y'all got it, but, I mean, I'm not inclined to get it because I don't... It's not any games that I want to play on there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the PS5 don't really have any games that I really want to play on there. Um, so. I think the I think the PS5 will probably scratch that itch before any other other consoles. To be honest, or at least the Xbox Series X for you. If you were to buy one, you would probably end up because the PlayStation Five definitely has. You know they're gonna have the lineup, and I don't know what games that you would be interested in. But if you you know you, you usually are into the Japanese games, you know that this PlayStation is probably gonna be the one. But it's just that experience once you get it, and if you do start to you know either get back into gaming more, um, or if you like continue down that same path, it may be just just right because it's again it's enough for you to have at least six or seven games. But if you are like if you play through the generation like you played through the PS4, you didn't know. No, not at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know how the backwards compatibility work on the PS4, so I ain't even been... I ain't, like, I literally don't know anything about it. I said I was probably going to get it into when they drop another version of it, maybe, or something, or, like the or do something. I, I feel like that. Yeah, I mean, maybe it, it depends on when it come out and stuff, and when I get time. It really depend on when that unemployment come, if it ever come. But um, yeah, I mean, that's the that's the biggest thing, man. I don't, I don't really know. I ain't got much of an opinion on it. Like I said, it ain't no games that I want to play on there. Um, so I don't really at this point in time for me with everything I got going on with school, it ain't really um, president. You know, I get you. Cause it, and it's really talking about the, the the value proposition, really, because I I get where more most people. I mean, well, you know, obviously, in your in your case, is it's more so your time. You know, if you don't have time to play it, then what's the point of me buying it? But it's also that value proposition for it too. It's kind of bringing that into play because the value proposition of it is right now it's not that great of an experience nor is it that is it worth upgrading at this point the series x it's it's kind of in that same space with the xbox one x but again because of how robust it is and you tend to you know upgrade your pcs often not often but at least every four to five years you're going to do so this is what it feels like. It feels like you're upgrading to a new, a, a better, a better system or a better, you know, GPU and CPU versus restarting from fr- from 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 scratch. That's the difference. Um, that's what you, that's what that's why the value proposition is there for me when it comes to the Series X. The value proposition right now is that PlayStation Five is simply we got you know Bug Snack, we got demon souls and we got miles and miles will look better but you know demon souls is the really the only game on there that's exclusive to said console and that's the that's not a that's not enough of a reason to buy it now because you could play horizon you could play miles morales it still looks great on the playstation 4 pro or the playstation 4 so that's really where the value proposition that's what we kind of want to speak to because yeah i know understand yeah, the time in like you know, actually wanting to play it, but that I think that value too needs to be there. And um, as of now, I don't feel like it's there. So, five hundred dollars a lot of money to be playing the same PS4 games that I've been playing for them to look better. And I ain't got the best TV. I ain't got none of that. I'm just, you know, what yeah. I'm saying. So, yeah, I don't even 4K, 10K, 30K. My TV do fake 4K. So, 
or fake HDR or whatever that junk called. I don't even know what it stands for. <laughs> yeah, man. I know most people gonna want to like. Get I don't know why game. people be talking about the PS5 and stuff like that, but they they be like PS5. I'm like the first games y'all finna get is 2K and Call of Duty, and then that's all y'all gonna play. So it don't really matter. Uh, maybe that's that's why they did that 667 gigs. They said just enough. <laughs> Give them just enough. <laughs> And maybe that's why they did it. I don't know. But uh, it definitely has reasons to... I mean, if you're an enthusiast, obviously, like the 3D pause headset stuff, and, like, um, I'm really enjoying the soundscapes of that and playing Demon Souls with that stuff on. I can hear where these where these dudes are creeping, uh, coming around corners and stuff like that. It sounds really good. Like they made new stuff happen and that's what's good about it and it works like the dual sense feels good the the soundscape feels good you don't have to buy the 3d pulse headset to use this you can just have 3d sound on your regular headphones so they're they're building on the technology and they're making the proposition there and you can see where it's gonna go but today in today's time right now people don't really care and there's like a lot of other options to still get those experiences no you don't need a playstation 5 the series x in my opinion still has the better value proposition due to game pass due to the robustness of this uh, system and that feel of not leaving anything behind and you always just feeling like everything just works that's why i feel like the value proposition is there a little bit more than the playstation at this point at this time i will not say that for the for the remaining other thing because no i guarantee you the playstation is going to have the better games the better you know experiences but right now those experiences aren't enough for that um but yeah what, what i guess how do you feel about the um the playstation 5 josh i think we talked about it before but just to get a, a reminder yeah, I think that overall, like you said, the PlayStation is going to have the stronger titles. And just like J with Jalen, I play a lot of Japanese games. So when Final Fantasy 16 comes out, you know, it's going to launch or whatever on the PS5 exclusive. So that would be a reason to want to play it because, you know, I'd rather not wait a year for a port. Um, but right now, there's nothing that really attracts me like you know, Bug Snacks and Astro Room, like those are fun, but those are not $500 <laughs> decision makers. I'm not going to care about those. Those are nice extras. Yeah. So it's really just Miles Morales and Demon Souls. Um, I've played a lot of Demon Souls, so I don't really see the value there oh. uh, as that being the only game for me to play. Oh. And Miles Morales looks good, but from what I played as Spider Man, it's just not my type of like. Game. game i'm not really into open world spider-man games like it's fun i'll play it for the story mm -hmm. but i'm not gonna do all the extra stuff and do the races and help all the npcs because uh, i don't really care about that stuff in that game right. um so at this point honestly it's only third party titles that are just gonna get me to buy a system and that's the reason i got the xbox because it just seemed like a better ecosystem to buy these third-party games just put assassin's creed in there it runs well you know quick resume and stuff like that the ps5 is going to run it well too but it doesn't have those fe features 
that will make those third-party games feel next-gen. Because Sony, they're always really good with their first-party games. They they use features that people don't mm-hmm. use, or they use them better. So, right. like you said, the um, the the haptic feedback in the controller, I imagine, is really really good for um, Miles Morales. Whereas Assassin's Creed, it probably doesn't matter in that type of game. No. Nope. So yeah, at that point, it's useless. Um, so yeah, I just got it for the third party experience plus that Game Pass. It, it just gives me literally, you know, a couple hundred games to download and play. Mm-hmm. Some of them are old. Well, all of them are older games. That's the main thing. So if you play all of them, then of course don't worry about it. But a lot of these games I didn't play. Uh, or they just run so much better that it's a new experience. Um, yeah. And we might sp- speak about the price later. Like, yeah, the Xbox, they're both 500 But another thing is that price of the games. And, you know, everybody's moving towards 70 But that's that makes that Game Pass $15 a month more attractive. Yeah. Because um, it just gives you so many options. You don't have to spend $60, $70. So... Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can we can go into that topic because again, we wanted to talk about the seventy dollar upgrade and the value proposition of that, and how <laughs> I don't know. It, I mean, how we were we were able to keep it at sixty dollars last generation uh, from the three sixty to the Xbox One, and um, at this point, I feel like that was a bigger leap in technology. Um, I feel like we just got SSDs and we got ray tracing. I don't know how big of a leap the difference is. I feel like, yeah, we got that stuff and it's great now, but play PC always had that and they not paying more, you know? So I feel like, uh, we just got a high end PC, right? And people been buying high end PCs for a while. So why are we now being charged $70? for something that they had and they didn't hit a price hike. Um, so I just wanted to see what was the, what was the, um, or at least let's kind of have a conversation around that $70 price tag now and what, what's going on there. Yeah. I mean, with the conversation it's it is going to end up being like people want to own their games, which is, you know, it's own discussion, but a lot of games, honestly, I, play them but i'm not really too worried about if i own the game or not such as like mm-hmm. watch dogs like it it's a fun game i enjoy it um maybe i want to play it in five years again once i beat it but it's not really a big deal if i own it or not mm-hmm. now other games i might have a, a stronger connection to or something because i like that game a lot but right. not every game that i play is going to be like i need the disc so um I don't know. I think like there are games that will be worth it. So like God of War comes out, I'm sure they're gonna put so much effort into it that it justifies the price. Mm-hmm. But most of these games are not going to, because one they're gonna charge you the seventy dollars like um, Call of Duty, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna throw a season pass at you, and then or a, a battle pass at you, and all these twenty five dollar character uh, skins and stuff like that. So it, you're not getting your money's worth you're spending extra ten dollars but it's really just an extra tax and you're still going to be paying all these higher prices so 
I'm personally going to be looking for more ways to save. So, you know, looking out for or Amazon sales, this game is $50 or this game $60 instead of 70 Or, um, you know, Best Buy got rid of their thing. But if another company has a, like, uh, a membership that discounts games, those that makes it much more attractive because games are getting too expensive to kind of justify it in some sense. Um, and that also makes the Game Pass nice. So the more games that they add to Game Pass, that saves me more money in the long term. But again, I also know that I'm a person that spends a lot on games. Like some people buy one, two games a year, like Jalen said, just buy 2K or something. Um, but if you play more than three games a year, then the Game Pass saves you money. So... It, it, no, it's really it just definitely does. Yeah. It's really just what you're looking for. Of course I'm going to spend seventy dollars on a God of War type game, but I don't I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> obviously, but I'm I'm gonna be expecting more from these games and I don't know if they're necessarily gonna deliver it. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. The pride the value of it, you know. I feel like you're gonna you you you're 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 upping the baseline for all of the trash games, even though they're still gonna be trash. Um, like, what was that game? Godfall, seventy dollars. Yeah, Tra- bro. Trash. <laughs> trash. That game garbage. Yeah, that game garbage. So it's a it's a. Man, I, was, I thought that game might be kind of tight. <laughs> nah, it's not trash. Trash. It's just not worth nah, seventy dollars. It. It's not worth seventy dollars. It's I mean, not like terrible. It's just Warframe with better graphics. It's exactly what it is. Um, but it, it and I feel like Warframe does a lot more stuff better and like storytelling, like the like the whole aspect of you know, differentiating the the gameplay, at least from what how how Josh tell it because I ain't played it myself. But how Josh say it, <laughs> it definitely has a lot more to offer. Um, but games like you know Just Cause Five being seventy dollars, games like it's. It's, it's it's those types of games where I feel like no, it's it, do why do we have to now pay more money for these one off experiences that we may not enjoy? So now I feel like I have to be extremely selective with the games I buy. Um, obviously, I was a little bit more you know okay with the purchases now because I wanted to experience like Demon Souls and um, games like that's the, that's literally the only oh well. Demon Souls in 2K, but I didn't pay for that because I was buy two get one free. But Demon Souls, Call of Duty, and NBA 2K21 are the only three games that I currently have that would charge me the seventy dollar price tag. And um, I I don't feel like at, at this point in time, uh, I I really enjoy the 4K 120. Um, and I really enjoy NBA 2K, 2K21's graphics and Demon Souls experience is always fun, but none of them deserve $70. I think they all should have stayed at their same price point. I don't think the additional graphical uh, fidelity that they already had unlocked and hasn't even beat the high end PCs yet. It should not be more. Well, I, I think in like... I think once Nintendo comes out with their 4K version, they're going to up the ante on all their basic Betty games. And obviously, 
Zelda was worth $70. I would think so now, even if it was in that graphical capabilities of previously. But all that other stuff? Like, no. No, I don't feel like Ring Fit Adventure should be $670. No, I don't think Pokemon should be $70. No, I don't think... Like, none of those games, I don't feel like they should be $70. So, I feel like that's what we're going to get to. And even previously... I could see the graphical, like I said, the Xbox One to 360. That made more sense to me because of all of the differences and the changes. And I, that would have made more sense to up it, you know, up the price a little bit then, but they didn't. So why do it now? It makes zero sense. So um, I'm just confused about a lot of these companies. I think Xbox has been trying to keep everything the same and they have been trying to, you know, not you know, go out that route because their games are still 60. Um, but these companies jumping on bandwagons, obviously Ubisoft later on down the line, they're going to up their ante. Uh, I know PlayStation is definitely going to do theirs. I think um, it's just unfortunate. I do think a lot of these games are, you know, great games like Ghost of Tsushima. I, I, if I wanted, if I, if I think they earn the additional $10, I think, God of War earned the additional $10. And I think that's why they're pushing, PlayStation is pushing for this. Because I think a lot of their games earn that money. But there's some duds. Days Gone don't deserve $70. It's just those those types of things, experiences, where I think they should tailor the price to the quality of the game. And if you're going to pay me, make me pay more. I'm, I'm expecting better. And I don't think we're going to get better, to be honest. I think we're going to get a lot of the same run of the muck crap that we get now. Hmm. I think a lot of it probably just going to be, to be honest with you, just inflation. Um, I will say I feel yeah, like I'm, I'm not on the side of like the $70 or stuff like that, but I will say I did appreciate games being $60 for such a long time, like 14 years almost. My bad. Uh, it's cutting out. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Um, no, I was just saying I do appreciate the facts that game because I think I feel like PlayStation One games was like forty dollars or somewhere around there, like thirty or forty, and then PS Two games jumped up to fifty and three sixty. PS Three jumped up to like sixty. So the fact that j the game stayed sixty dollars for two generations was nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you got like cost of living and like inflation and all that type of stuff. So I understand why it's going up, but at the same time, I feel like the game market became a lot more saturated with a lot of BS and stuff like that. So now you can get those games that slip through their crack and they're going to try to put that $70 price tag on it and it's not really worth it. So, um, yeah. I mean, I guess that is the downside of it. And then I feel like, I mean, like you said, like y'all was telling me the other day. They got people making Assassin's Creed or Watch Dogs and stuff like that, and they not actually like coders or whatever, and the game's just glitching, and you got stuff just going haywire in the game. Like, I mean, if you're going to be putting that much effort into the game or whatever, because $70 is still a lot of money. I mean, back then, man, it's, it's still a lot of money now. So, yeah. um, But if it's going to be like subpar effort or y'all cutting corners and stuff like that, then, I mean, I don't really... I think I ain't trying to pay seventy. I ain't even trying to pay sixty for a game from from Jump. So, I think it's gonna hurt the market a lot because we were 
it was cheaper than what we were getting. Now it's now it feels like it's kind of same. Where now we got to be more selective of what we buy. I I would be more selective of what I want to purchase now. I'm going to not just buy things open heartedly because I want to try it. I'm gonna have to wait for reviews. I'm gonna have to make sure I'm really interested in this game. I'm not gonna be trying as much. And I think they're gonna tailor in a way for that Game Pass system to really flourish. And that's problematic in a lot of different ways just because yes it's a good experience now but price hikes um you know getting games c- coming in and out of that uh the it's it's, it's just going to it's going to make it where sometimes we may start depending on that because it becomes too expensive um and I don't know if we're going to see an adjustment down or what cuz that it never goes down it always just goes up so it's just it just seems like um I don't know. It seems like a lose lose situation. I think these systems are great and I think they're very definitely powerful systems. I just don't see a lot of these games being worth that money, especially when you tailor in the DLC, you tailor in all of the additional things. The price of game the you know, the the price to make games Yes, it is going up, but that's why we have so many gimmicky things in place. If they, if that, if this seventy dollars, which I doubt, starts to tailor in more, you know, you know, first-party experiences, I can see single-player games being more expensive than just regular non-single-player games. I think, I think there has to be some type of difference there. Um, I don't want every game across the board to just have that MSRP because it don't deserve it. And um, I think tailoring it to, the, I don't think you know, I don't know. I just don't think so. I don't. I I don't. I don't think you know those movies that go straight to DVD and the movies that go to the theater deserve the same price and they they price it accordingly. I guess. So I rather I can own this trash movie. Versus just going to see this good movie. <laughs> That's the difference. And I think I think they should start tailoring it kind of that way too. Because these games don't deserve it, to be honest. But, you know. Yeah. I hope we just see more um, $40 games. Because um, uh, I feel like that's a, a better spot um, to be in than trying to overprice yourself. Um just because, like, of course, game development has got more expensive. But when your entire experience compared to your other, you know, competitors isn't offering the same thing, then you, it, the value of it is not going to be there. So, yeah, Spider-Man is going to offer really good graphics and a story and that's interesting and things like that. Whereas if you're, like, Godfall and you're only going for, like, a, a single-player loot game or you know no pvp focused loot game or anything like that it might not be an equal experience to people but i think really it's just going to end up on the market trying to decide it and yeah. if those games just don't sell like that then they're going to have to find a different way to to sell them yeah because if you spend all this money on trying to feel the experience out right and then nobody buys it because they don't feel like it's worthy of your money don't that don't that doesn't that hit 
you know do a disservice to the company and like the business because uh, like, like avengers the game was oversold and they but they didn't fill out the game so it wasn't worth 60. they basically just made the graphical things work right and they they, they kind of tried to oversell you with the dlc and things like that people chose with their wallet they lost a substantial amount of money from that game and it would have been a better situation for them if they were able to price it accordingly versus what they were trying to do and they were trying to pretend like it was a full-fledged game and pretend like it was polished and well polished and ready to go when it wasn't so i think those types of situations warrant different price points because i guarantee you uh, this $60 cyberpunk is going to be better than anything that comes out that $70 for a very long time. And this game is going to have ray tracing. It's going to have those additional features. It's going to have those next gen things that they're charging $70 for now. So this company is able to do it at this price point while these other companies can't. They're not trying to push DLC on you. They're not trying to do all these extra things to make, you know, and I think, really these money i think it's just I, I i honestly don't feel like it's inflation i feel like it's just some kind of greedy type of move where they feel like people are just accustomed to you know going with the flow pc gamers don't have to deal with that I, I'm, I'm not sure but if i look up godfall on steam right now i'm pretty sure i'm about to look it up now i'm pretty sure it ain't that it ain't it ain't the price um, that they charging you for it on um, PlayStation. And if it is, that's goofy. But yeah, like is, um, is Godfall it, even on the store yet on Steam? It might be on the Epic Game Store because they they're not gonna launch at seventy dollars on Steam. You right? It's sixty dollars on uh, Epic. <laughs> and. I'm pretty sure it runs better on the Epic. Whatever, I, I just stuff like that that kind of annoys me. Why, why is why why are we getting a premium for this versus others? And it makes no sense. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't I I understand making, you know, how do we how do we make sure we are um, supporting the developers? I don't think like this is a developer support, you know move honestly i think development support moves would be like game pass where you get a certain amount of money regardless of whether or not you sell well or not like those type of subscription-based services where you start to see where even if you don't sell properly like you get this leverage in your game because you simply have access to millions and millions of people i see like i see those kind of moves being beneficial to the developer I don't see this as a beneficial move to the developer. It makes it more pressure. It makes it where it's more, more people are restricting on what games they buy. It makes it makes it more makes them more gullible to just, you know, price it lower to try to get people to come in and buy their game. So I don't know how much of a good service this is. They're making they raising the baseline for a lot of these games where the quality isn't meeting up how much they cost, you know. And, you know, there's plenty of games out there right now that's $60 that aren't just not worth it. 
and we know this and we avoid it we avoid the the kitty disney games we avoid these games that don't like the publishing just are looking for cash grab for people that's unaware and i feel like you up in that baseline makes it even difficult for people to say yes to this because now they have to really think about seventy dollars now this is like a lot more i'm only can buy two games i'm already at a hundred and it's it's 140 dollars so it's just like a i don't know if it, it feels it doesn't feel like it's a, a really good developer move in my opinion nor do i feel like the games are worth it i think dlc and um season passes have been working substantially well for these people in these companies and that's why they keep doing it and that's why they keep trying to get stronger and stronger in that field because they know that that's where the money really is so this 70 dollars just feels as if i don't know it just seems like agreed they feel like maybe people not buying season passes enough i don't know the only situations that i would see it's okay it's games like um like if you look at Call of Duty, obviously they're gonna come out a new one every year, and they're gonna always charge seventy dollars because they're never gonna like it's a big brand and they feel like it's worth seventy dollars. Right. Um, but if those type of games are able to commit to something that is a benefit to players that justifies their seventy dollars and it's worth it, like they've tried it, in, you know, in the past, all of our uh, maps and stuff are gonna be free and stuff like mm-hmm. that where you're you're promising a service that's worth the $70 then that makes it uh, more more okay to for people to accept but mm-hmm. i feel like just switching over to $70 up front and saying you're going to get the same experience that you got last year for the but $10 more it's not really worth it like 2k i feel like especially in this transition time they should be trying harder to get people to buy their game instead of just upping the price exactly yeah i think that that's the the key point um takeaway is kind of like the games that have really started it off don't deserve the money anyway um i think i think demon souls did a lot of creativity and they, they did a lot of stuff to remake it but it's a remake it doesn't deserve 70 dollars um in my yeah, eyes i feel like yes it's a single player works. experience oh go ahead sorry their last game was 40, Shadow of the Colossus. Yes. And they did the same thing. Exactly. So, and even Miles Morales, I know there's a $70 version, but that game is not $70. Like, Sony themselves didn't charge $70. Exactly. So I'm not sure why $70 was a price tag for Demon Souls. Um, I, even though I, I do feel like they did a lot. This is a big experience to upgrade and bring to the new you know generation. But it's still like you're you're working off the framework of every, everything else. So it's not like you did much to recreate. You did a lot of artwork. You did a lot of art design, which is great. I don't think the only reason I can justify that is because simply they don't have a way of monetizing it additionally. Um, and if they're going to price hike games that they can't monetize additionally, it'd probably be that one. But Spider-Man was the same way. It's a single player game. They did a lot of work on it. They made it up. They tried to remaster it. They did a lot of stuff with the face work. They went back and did things and it's $50. Obviously that game is eight hours, but Demon's Souls isn't that much longer. Uh, at least if you play it right. And I feel like, yeah, those games, I don't know. I just feel like that's a it's a steep price but um 
I guess that's what people want to pay now. I, I just don't feel comfortable paying that much right now. And I don't think I'm ever will be until, because um, I mean, I, I don't want games for free. And I, and I, I respect developers. I take the time and do something good. And from all accounts, it seems like if Demon's Souls was something that they did good. So I don't, I don't want to say that they don't deserve anything. Um, I just feel like that baseline is really starting to, it's going to, it's going to get, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, but before we continue on that, uh, we got to switch over cause we're almost out of time. Um, I want to just talk about Assassin's Creed. Um, not much to talk about there cause I haven't played much of it, but, uh, I have run into some glitches on that game already and it's glitch city. Um, pretty much. Uh, talk to me about your experience, Josh. You beat it? No, I ain't beat that game yet. Man, I, I ain't even. I ain't got the game, bro. I just want to know why y'all even bought that game, bro. Why we buy it? I told yeah, you why. No, I I convinced Deontay not to download it digitally, which he was about to pull the yeah. trigger on. <laughs> no, I didn't want to go to the store and pick it up. I was about to just buy it because I had some, I had a little coupon. I was like, all right, just buy it. But then I just, you know, I, 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 I was able to figure it out and get it done without having to buy it because now I can take it back. But uh, yeah, well, I ain't gonna take it back once I beat it, man. Once I beat it. But yeah, talk to, <laughs> I know you was talking about Unity launching with a new title and the movie. I try to learn y'all lesson from Unity. Y'all <laughs> still be buying that garbage. I'm like, <laughs> Now y'all talking about shit is flying? I, I thought shit's supposed to be on water. Come on now. No, Josh said there's that bull or that ram or whatever. Knocking that dude into that rock. He went, <laughs> that man flew almost. He flew to the sky, bro. Like, he hit the skybox top. <laughs> I don't know how y'all got the patience for that game, bro. I can't know and we spend $70 on I'm finna get no, some. No, 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 that's 60 and I told you we got I sixty. Got I bought Unity coupon. and I begged somebody to buy it off of me. <laughs> right? Yeah, we got it for fifty actually because it was on sale. I y'all paid too much for it. That's still too much. Oh my goodness! You yeah. bought Unity for what? Sixty nine cents or like nine dollars or something like that? It was like five something, five dollars. That's too much. <laughs> Man, Unity is a good game now, at least from Digital nah. Foundry. They said it right at sixty frames, man. It's good now. <laughs> yeah, it took took two. It took a generation, but it got there. So, so what's your experience with the game been like, Deontay? I haven't. I haven't had. I only had one glitch, and that was when I did the quick resume, and they was at the, all at the, in the T stance, and they was trying to play, act out a scene, and they were hugging each other, but they were just uh, bumping chest, <laughs> and I was just like, man, what is going on? And then it crashed on me. So that was the only experience I had with a bug. Everything else has been fine. I only played like five hours though, so I haven't played that long either. So I can't really say if it was been like terrible. Like how how often do you run into a bug in that game? Um. So from the beginning, I was telling you like from the last two Assassin's Creed games, like this one is way more buggy. Like. Mm -hmm. uh, than i would usually expect i haven't had any like like the thing i showed you that was on reddit that that hasn't happened to me that's like ruined your experience but like you can see 
um, like I remember I was riding my horse next to a river and two boats were going and they crashed into each other, but they just like formed like the uh, X and then just started to spin around in the water. <laughs> and it, it just looked dumb. It was like, this supposed to be like the graphics are good. It's sunny. The water looks good. Like you're trying to show off your, you know, new environment. And honestly, like it worked, it looked good, but this, you can't really get immersed into it. Cause you got these, the world is falling apart in some places. Um, otherwise, like, you know, the game plays fine. Like, I haven't had any, like, combat glitches or, you know, people invincible and weird stuff like that. It's just the the art or, like, you want the world to look good, but the glitches ruin it. Uh, yeah, because you said you had, like, when you were trying to just get a chest to open and, like, the NPC or the, a the AI wouldn't come in and help you. So you had to leave yeah. the area and come back. Yeah, because that, like, you have to have two people open a chest. And, like, when you got, you know, your party of 10 with you, mm -hmm. they two people won't walk through the door at the same time. So their their AI is trying to figure out who's going. And I'm like, <laughs> are y'all going to help me? <laughs> yeah, man. Th that game is, those glitches are hilarious. I still enjoy it. It's 4K60, me. And I ain't had no experience with um, not even yeah. on my PC. I and mean, I think I, that yeah. makes it more noticeable because the game runs better. Like, it looks good. It runs at 60. Mm -hmm. Even, like, Watch Dogs doesn't run at 60 um, mm -hmm. in any mode. And But this game, like, it looks really good and it runs well. So it just makes those glitches more noticeable. Exactly. Yeah, man. Um, definitely Assassin's Creed-esque uh unity um i remember when black flag came out black flag was much better it was like the port of the 360 game to the xbox one i played that one way more than i played unity unity was some garbage but black flag at least definitely did a, they did a good job with that one um, i think unity was the first what for the next gen yeah yeah first yeah PS4. i bought that mug man at midnight that review embargo that boy hair was floating and my frames are dropping down to like 2015. I was like, man, somebody please get this game off me, man, because I didn't play this game for approximately 30 minutes and I can't take it no more. So I'm surprised y'all bought these next Assassin's Creed for the next gen. Well, I mean, I skipped three, yeah. three games. I didn't play four. I didn't play Unity. I didn't play the Syndicate. Like, I just played these ones because they at least seemed like they were putting more time into them. And yeah. I, I can say with Origins and Odyssey, it d felt like they put more time in it. It was less glitches. Yeah. Whereas this one, like the graphics look better, but they didn't put as much time in it as they should. And it might be the pandemic. It, it might be stuff like that. We don't know. But I know that uh -huh. at least the other two games that I played, I didn't, I didn't run into anything like that. Period. You said it's the pandemic. It might have been. They could have been working on those games. It's like they, they launched the Xbox One. Xbox One Series X, the PS5, PS4, PS4 Pro. They uh, launched it on the PC, I think Stadia too. So there's a lot of stuff they got to test. Obviously, the game is not going to be perfect, but I didn't expect it to be like Glitch City. Um, <laughs> I, I don't run into... Um, Glitchy Metropolis. Like I said, I only run into one bug over five hours of gameplay. 
that's okay. That's decent. I just don't want it to be where every 30 minutes I see another glitch. That's that's the difference. I think people are, comp- comp, you know, they're compiling a, a list of things that they've seen. Maybe it doesn't happen so often, but, but when the people were reviewing it, they still talked about the glitches, but they said they weren't as, you know, game-breaking or they didn't take them out the experience as much. So I'm assuming it didn't happen over their playtime a lot, but it still happened. And versus Odyssey, you didn't see it. So that's the yeah. difference. And that's like and the I polish there. For me, the, the main thing was the polish because I play a lot of Odyssey. And like mm-hmm. I said, that's one of my f- favorite Assassin's Creed games. But coming to this one straight from that like you notice the combat and the combat animations are not as good or like it's more repetitive Mm -hmm. plus the glitches on top of it plus like i don't know if you got your boat yet but like i was telling you like the stuff that should be cool or fun it is weird like they didn't take the time to polish it to make it look good whereas like even miles morales like I, i can i haven't played it but if you walk into the corner store and buy something, I'm sure they got a big elaborate animation for it. Everything looks smooth and it looks perfect. Yep. Whereas this, it's about being a Viking and the Viking things that you do, like that you just kind of like glitch yourself over your boat when you're trying to jump out. And it's not like a smooth animation. It, it, they should have just took more time to like do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I see. Mm-hmm. It's all fun and games, so you clip through the ground and it auto save, and you try to load your stuff up, and it's gonna say "roll failed" and delete the data. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, uh, Watchdogs, you can't—they don't even have a, a different animations for getting out the car. So if you go on full speed and you get yeah, out the I've car, seen that. you just, <laughs> just out. <laughs> you don't roll out. You don't dive out. You just get out like you said this deal. <laughs> yeah. Man, that game funny too. Why the dude? I'm trying to tell you, you be nasty to be going sick. <laughs> them y'all boys, man. I, I stopped messing with them back when they dropped Unity. I think that's the last time I really banged with them. I yeah, ain't messing with them. Since. You play Rainbow Six and For Honor. Yeah. Yeah, but they, I did, I did play them. For Honor was, For Honor was a different type of game, though, so I gave that a pass. And I got Rainbow Six because y'all kept talking about like. It was like fun, but the youth. It was. I like Rainbow Six. It was. It was sweat. We was sweating though. It was sweat. And Cass was in that garage, or what they was doing there, sitting in the bushes. That that was able to shoot in the garage. Shooting holes, shooting holes through the garage, going crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. but uh, yeah, Assassin's Creed is definitely a glitch city. But um, what you think of it? I guess the game overall. You feel like you gone put, put time some time in it. In it? it really yeah. depends. Really, I I want to beat Watch Dogs, and that's probably my f- go to when it, when it comes to open worlds right now. I I rather go back into Watch Dogs right now. But if if during the time frame of now until Cyberpunk come out, if I can beat Watch Dogs and I have some other time on my hands, I've been playing a lot of Cold War because I just enjoy the four K one twenty. Um, but, um, I'm trying to be Spider-Man. I'm trying to be Demon Souls. So there's a lot of stuff in rotation and Assassin's Creed, because of all the glitches right now that it's like, it's falling to the wayside because simply 
I would want to play it without any glitches occurring. And I feel like they're going to patch it at some point where they're going to fix a lot of that stuff. Um, and at that point, maybe if I give it another week, two weeks, three weeks, um, as they work on it, um, at that point, I will go in and have a better experience than most because they did all polish all the stuff out. Like in Watch Dogs, people can't even get past certain things because they had a glitch with the save. So I don't know. It's just really worth letting them work out the kinks. People have reviewed it. People have been fine with it. Um, but me, I have Final Fantasy VII Remake. I have Spider-Man, Demon Souls. I have so many other games that I'm playing right now in rotation that I'm literally playing daily. That's just like um, Valhalla is just on a bar- on a back burner right now for me. But I do enjoy the I, I enjoy the banter and I enjoy the cutscenes a lot more. They feel more interactive. They feel more, you know, they they feel more directed than the last one. They just felt like you just plopped into a place and you just moved your head in Odyssey. This one feel like they're yeah. more directed. They feel like they have more gestures. They have more animations in the scenes. It feels like they have definitely stolen God of War's viewing angles at some points. So it just feels like they did a little bit more work on storytelling, which is really what I'm going to try to gravitate towards. And hopefully the story is good. So as long as they do that, it's going to it's going to keep my attention. I'm not going to sell it right now, essentially. Mm-hmm. Which um, character did you pick? I picked the man. The male. I picked the uh, automatic option. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I was curious to see what it is. I've read up a little about it, and they say there's a like, you know, a, a reason that it would be automatic. But if you pick that, you start with the girl, and certain points in the story, it will switch you to the guy. And I guess they they have a reason why they want to do that, but of course you can just switch it at any time in the settings. Um, mm-hmm. You can switch to whoever you want. Yeah, I I I haven't I I didn't know about that, but I knew that uh, I just I just felt like the male would be more. I wouldn't say fitting. I just felt like his voice sounded better. That's all. No, it's the opposite from Odyssey with a girl. Yeah, the girl Cassandra. I played with Cassandra on the Odyssey, but I felt like the the voices on the male sounded better to me at this time around. Yeah, and in this game, the guy, I I guess he's in some TV show. He might even be in like a Viking yeah, TV show. Yeah, he is. I think but, it's, I forget the name of the show. I think it's I think it's called Vikings. To be honest, but I'm not sure. Yeah. So from what I played of him, um, yeah, he sounds good. He sounds more professional than the mm-hmm. girl. Um, so. I'll just leave it on automatic, but I might uh, just stick with one if it if I prefer the other one. Oh yeah, but I definitely prefer Cassandra in the other one. It was definitely mm-hmm. a much better experience when I was like, man, cut this dude off. He was trash. I was like, why, why does he sound like that? <laughs> and, and voice yeah. acting usually doesn't really. Well, it does bother me. It's funny because Creed was watching me play Spider Man. She like. He sound. I was like, he's like, boy, that boy, that that, that man look a whole twenty six. Sound like a fourteen year old. I was like, yeah, he do sound like a little baby, don't he? But he posed to be sixteen, so it, it'd be funny when people people resonate with a voice. Um, yeah, she was talking about they should have got Shakai more for it. I was like, uh, well. <laughs> 
<laughs> like I, I, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat it. I just have to get around to it, at least. Um, once I get done with all this other stuff and finding time to play all these other games, um, which, which have pushed Neo Two to the back. Um, which I never wanted to play anyway, so whatever, fine. You just wait till next year, cause they ain't they doing one twenty. Neo, I don't know. Yeah, Neo too. They wow. announced that this week that I don't know if it's gonna be the same game or if they got they selling a different version, oh, but Neo goodness. two and Neo one are gonna be updated to one twenty. Oh, that's nice. Okay, I ain't never I ain't never played no game like that at one twenty, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. We got to cut it here. Um, but yeah, a lot of stuff to talk about. We got more stuff to talk about later. Definitely, we want to talk about Destiny 2 next time, guys. So if you want to hear about our Destiny 2 experience, <laughs> definitely check in next time. Uh, again, this is uh, the House of Wolves podcast. We come on every uh, two weeks, um, Monday uploaded. Uh, so you should see this um, on Monday the 16th. We're recording it on the 15th. I'm going to be putting it on again on my YouTube channel. And you can find it on Spotify, Apple Apple Music, and Apple Podcasts and things like that. Uh, anything y'all want to say before we go? Uh, no. I mean, don't go crazy trying to find a PS5. It ain't worth it right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just make sure y'all safe out here since these uh, COVID numbers going up, so. Don't get COVID trying to get a PS5. That's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine imagine dying before you can even try it. Trash. But, all right, y'all. It's been real. Talk to you in the next one. Peace.